Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Motherkind moment, your moment of calm and connection before the week ahead. This week's moment is with Dr. Shafali, who really needs no introduction. Oprah has called her the world's most profound parenting teacher. She is a best-selling author, international speaker, and she's an expert in family dynamics and personal development, teaching courses all over the world. In this moment clip, Dr. Shafali shares why we worry so much as parents, why it doesn't help, and how to embrace the inevitable setbacks in life instead. So my invitation for you this week, having listened to this moment, is could you take one thing that you feel worried about, maybe something to do with yourself or your children, and could you just choose to let that worry go and trust that it's all going to be okay, and perhaps even trust that there are some beautiful lessons hiding in the thing that you are worried about. Here's the episode. I hope you really enjoy it. Before we get on to this week's episode, I just want to ask you something. Are you feeling the Christmas pressure? I know that I am. And let me just be clear, I am no Scrooge. I love Christmas, but for us mothers, it can be an incredibly stressful time. I don't know about you, but I feel like my to-do list quadruples. I pile all this pressure on myself, throw in some family dynamics into the mix. And is it any wonder that we often get to the big day frazzled, running on pure adrenaline, painting on this smile and actually forgetting to really enjoy some of the magic that we've created so wonderfully for everyone else? Well, after the year we've all had, I want to help change that this year. I want to help you feel calmer, have less on your plate, show you how to use boundaries so you feel more empowered and in control, and basically have the best Christmas ever. I think we all deserve that. We started the year in lockdown homeschooling. Let's end it by actually allowing ourselves to enjoy this break. So as a little Christmas present from me to you, I am offering you four totally free workshops throughout November. They will be online and cover everything from how to manage tricky family dynamics to how to halve your to-do list and how to say no and set boundaries without coming across as a total bar humbug. I have to say a massive thank you to our sponsor, Whirly, the revolutionary toy swap service. It's because of their very generous support that I'm able to offer these to you totally free. So I really hope that you can come to one or all four of the workshops. Head to motherkind.co to book your space. Listen, I'm talking a lot of philosophy. It's very hard to do, especially when your kids are teenagers. So you have a long way to go, but I'm in the thick of it. So I'm hearing myself say all these Zen things, but I fully empathize with all of us parents who lose it. It's so triggering when our kids in the busyness of our day and our exhaustion simply don't listen and then they're rude about it. How dare they? So I have great empathy, but I'm talking about the ideal. Yes, Mm. I don't want people to think that I'm some Zen monk here who never loses her shit. I lose it all the time. I'm just aware that there are other possibilities in the child that I need to attune to and I need to grow up and hold space for that. Particularly with a teenager, I don't know what it's like in the US, but in the UK, you know, depression, anxiety, self-harm, ADHD, 
alcoholism, addiction, tech addiction in that age group, you know, 16 to 21 is almost doubling year on year. And I think that brings with it, I know already I'm projecting some fear into the future. And I know that when I'm fearful, I want to control. Are you experiencing that? Are you worried about those things with your daughter? Because I know so many mothers that I speak to are petrified of these things, particularly if they've had those experiences in their own childhoods or in their extended families. Yeah, I mean, but worry brings about a stagnation. You know, you can spiral in worry. At the end of the day, what does worry do? You're worrying about something in the future and you're robbing yourself of the joy of the present. However, again, I empathize, I understand. And yes, I also worry, but then I have to train my mind to enter the present moment and to understand that each life must be lived. And guess what? All of us are going to have pain. All of us are going to have our heart broken. I mean, the person who hasn't, I feel sorry for them because that is a learning experience. Every one of us is going to experience failure. Everyone is going to be trolled on social media. Everyone is going to not be liked, not be the most popular, not be the prettiest, not be the skinniest. So this is part of life. So when I understand that no matter what I do in my own life, I cannot avoid pain, then I understand that no matter what I do in my child's life, I cannot avoid her pain. So why even try to avoid what's inevitable? The best thing I can do is to be there when I fall, I can be there for myself and be there when my kid falls and to teach them that this is part of life. Pain is unavoidable. This again is one of those huge disconnects, isn't it? Because I know from my own life, I have learned the most from my pain. You know, I burnt out and chose a spiritual life. You know, I had to. So that pain gave me a whole new life. And yet I see it in myself. You know, I so want to protect my daughter from pain. But that doesn't make sense because pain gave me so much. Again, you're right, this twist in our logic that is our blind spot. Because how can we tell our children not to live? That's what we're really saying, don't live. When we're trying to avoid pain, we're really saying, please don't live. And I've come to see pain as a beautiful shattering of the heart. I mean, I'm not afraid when my daughter sobs and cries or rages and rants. I'm like, yeah, good, 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 good. Feel, feel, feel deeply and you will arrive at wisdom. The pathway to wisdom, besides self-realization and self-seeking, which most of us don't do, we do it indirectly through pain. Pain is the harbinger of wisdom. I know at the end of those tears, I know at the end of those three months of grief over a heartache or over the loss of someone, you are going to come out a more wiser, more compassionate, more empathic human being. So why would I rob you of this? I've seen what pain has done to me. It's made me a better human being. You know, I was always kind of scorning of my mother because when I was young, I fell off the bed. So when my daughter was an infant, I said to my mother, how could I fall off the bed under your watch? Like, how could you do this to me? And I couldn't understand how she could be so negligent. And of course, one day I was making the bed. My daughter was on the bed. I just moved to the left and my daughter fell off the bed. And I was in epileptic shock, right? I remember going into the city. I was on a train and just a zombie at what I went through. But as I went through that experience and sitting on the train, I looked around me and I said, I now relate to every human being here because of their humanity. I just experienced a deeply human moment. And now I will never be on a high horse about this aspect at least. And I now relate to every folly, 
foible of every parent and human being out there because I've just damaged my daughter's skull. Probably she's got eternal brain damage. I don't know what I did because I was thoughtless and careless and it can happen to everybody. So right there, as I experienced my greatest mishap, I also opened my heart to have empathy. The greatest empathy I've had is when I've seen myself fall to my knees in pain, in grief, in some sort of awareness that I am a human being. Mm. What I can hear, what I'm just getting on another level, I think, actually talking to you, is that this is not about trying to get it right. Like conscious parenting isn't another thing that we get to win at. It's something that we you know, instead of fixating perpetually outside of ourselves, it's really just as you described on the train, you know, just taking those moments to reflect inwards. And that's it really, isn't it? It is, it is. That's it. And that's all of it. Yes. And so hard for people to understand. It's not about creating a child. It's not about creating anybody. And it's not about getting it right. You're not going to win at conscious parenting. You're only going to become a more humble, more aware, more compassionate, empathic, loving, authentic human being. That's what you're going to get at the end of this. But there's no trophy. There's no little prize that you get to show off to the world with, hey, here's my conscious child. Your child could be utterly unconscious. You know, it's when they wake up, they will wake up. It's all about us awakening our own hearts. So that was the episode. I hope you really enjoyed it. If you did, please do go back and listen to the full episode. It is incredible and full of wisdom and ideas to help us. Could you do me a favor and share this episode if you enjoyed it? I really want to reach more and more mums with the Motherkind content. And it helps me so much when people like you who listen and hopefully love the podcast, share it with people that you know. So thank you so much if you have shared an episode and please do consider sharing this one. That's it for this week. I hope you really enjoyed this moment. I am wishing you a week ahead of calm, ease and trusting yourself and worrying less. See you next time.